Hold up. I had to hit the pause button for just a second to tell you that I have some super sweet templates that you can use to design your opt-in or next digital product like a true professional. It doesn't matter if you're a designer or not because you can use these templates in Canva or Adobe. And I'm even going to show you how to do it with my opt-in design 101 workshop. And guess what? For you, it's all totally free. You just need to dance over to vanessaryan.co forward slash sweet. And yes, that's sweet, S-W-E-E-T, like a cupcake, to get your free templates and training, like right now. So go ahead. I'll see you over there. Hey, sweet friend, I'm Vanessa, and I'm so excited to help you grow your business and actually start making money moves. I am over here happy dancing because the Opt-In Experience podcast was made for entrepreneurs just like you who want to turn strangers into fast friends, future clients, and customers using Opt-In Marketing. Go ahead and pop open your favorite LaCroix and maybe grab a cupcake and let's get into today's episode. Hey, sweet friends, what is up and welcome back to the podcast. I am super excited today to be talking with one of my favorite humans. Her name is Kirsten and she is the creative over at Copper Kettle Co. and the amazing leader in the Launch Brand Grow community, which has been one of my favorite communities of all time. She is like one of my biz besties and today we are going to talk to you about her extraordinary opt-in, which is a virtual summit. Kirsten has used two virtual summits and has an upcoming summit in September, and she has had amazing, fantastic results using summits to grow her business. So we're going to be talking all about how to use a summit as an opt-in. So I'm so excited to have you here, Kirsten. Um, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself a little bit? Yay. Thank you for that intro, Vanessa. That was perfect. <laughs> um, okay. So hi guys, I am Kirsten. I am the owner of Copper Kettle Co. We, my husband and I started Copper Kettle Co. a long time ago as a brand and web design business. And we've kind of since just like trickled into this, I don't know, this completely new world of like having a community and running summits. And I don't know, our first summit was kind of like this going, you know, running off the seat of my pants. What is that? I'm so bad at, uh, <laughs> at um, anecdotes or whatever those are called. <laughs> but, like, uh, running, like running with a chick, like a chicken with your head cut off or something. Yeah. <laughs> or oh, flying by the seat of my pants. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> flying by the seat of my pants. Better. The first one was a flying by my seat, the seat of my pants kind of thing. And uh, it ended up being so much more than we thought it was going to be. Um, our small time goal with it was, you know, getting maybe a couple hundred signups for our email list and, you know, maybe like $5,000 to kind of quote unquote break even a little bit, but, um, it ended up being so much more than that. I'm excited to dig into the numbers and into how we kind of made it this like profitable thing and this, um, this huge, huge email growth, uh, thing for us too. So, so yay. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited about this because one of the questions that I get so often is people feel like with opt-ins that they're always giving away way too much. But with the summit, usually the tickets are always free and 
with your summits, they are massive. Like quite literally, you have tons of keynote speakers, um, tons of breakout session speakers, and it's like a almost weekly event of just free value, free workbooks, free content, and all of these things, and you found a way to monetize that. Um, so why don't you tell us how exactly you grow your email list using a virtual summit? Yeah, okay, so one of the, um, I'm glad you actually just touched on that because I, I wouldn't have thought to touch on this um, either, but one of the nice things about having a virtual summit too is that just like what you said about like, it feels like we're giving everything away for free. Um, with the summits, they are literally like, you are coordinating everything, but you're not actually creating that much content. You're actually having other people create the content for you, which is really, really nice. I know, especially for somebody like me who is like, I, I like writing a blog post every once in a while, but I am just not like a huge content generator. So um, having other people to create the content for you in that regard is like, it's a really, really awesome um, program because you feel like you don't have to like actually give that much away for free since everybody else kind of is. Um, so that's really nice. But yeah, as a whole, like creating the summit, um, <clears throat> basically it's like, let's see, I guess I'll give you guys a rundown of like what, what the summit um, like organization looks like, um, from the very beginning, it's basically that you start by inviting speakers. So you want to have some speakers who will bring in audience members, you know, maybe they have a big audience, but then for us, what we really like doing is also having speakers who don't have that big of an audience. Mm -hmm. And so what we do is we actually have keynote speakers who typically have a bigger following though. We like to bring on a couple people who are quote unquote, maybe a little bit smaller, who don't have as big of a following to kind of boost up their um, legitimacy and their authority in their, in their business. Um, and then we also have breakout session speakers, which are just kind of like, we don't care at all about how many Instagram followers they have or how many email list members they have or any of that stuff. We just want people who are passionate about what they do and who have something to give to the audience. So um, typically we have about 40 speakers all together. And then, um, we also make sure to have a really specific theme behind our summit. So our very first one was about branding and we had four different days. The first day was about brand design. The second day was about like copywriting. I think, um, the third was about web design and the fourth was like your visuals, you know, like your photography, that kind of stuff. Um, and basically what we found was that because it was so niched down and so specific, we had really, really amazing results um, because people were coming specifically for their branding, you know what I mean? Rather than having a summit that's a lot more general and a lot more vague and has um, speaking topics from all over the map, which tend to leave people a little bit, you know, lost maybe, and a little bit overwhelmed, like they don't really know where to start, they don't really know where to finish, um, that kind of thing. So I think having a really specific topic for your summit and also having a wide audience to, um, to support in your summit and also to benefit from because each of the people who are in your summit will be reaching out to their own audiences and then also having affiliates on top of that who, even, who aren't even like technically a part of the summit um, are excited at, because they get all this free information. So they're excited to tell their audience about it too. So that's kind of how we've like really banked on um, getting the most amount of email subscribers, I'd say is just like having a lot of enthusiasm and a lot of people involved and really uh, trying to support our community in that way. 
Yeah. And so what I really love about this is it's, it's more like, like a crowdsourced initiative. Um, and I, the, what I love so much about you and about your summits is that, like you said, you don't go so much for like the high rollers, the people who are making the six figures and all of that. You're going for the people who are truly, a pa truly passionate about their niche and who really have a lot of value and excitement to give and to bring to the table. So I know with your first summit, you said you were flying by the seat of your pants. So maybe like the amount that it grew and how many subscribers you got and the money that you made from it could have, was probably like a happy accident, right? So why don't you <laughs> tell us what the results were for your first summit and then tell us about um, what you learned from that first summit and how you translated that into the second successful summit that you had. Yeah, so our very first one, and you guys can actually check this out. We have a full breakdown of all of our numbers like to the penny <laughs> of our income but also our expenses from the summit and it goes over a lot of the different tech aspects that we used and stuff too so you can really dig into those um i'm sure we'll have vanessa link that in the show notes yeah but let me actually pull that up um for our first summit we brought in um i think it was 2500 subscribers um this is a four-day event and uh we pulled in 2500 subscribers i think around like, um, I want to say it started about two to three weeks before the summit. So 2,500 within three weeks or so. That is bananas. <laughs> like, <laughs> 2,500 subscribers in even three weeks is like a dream. Like that is ridiculous. Like it's in such a good way, seriously. <laughs> it was crazy, man. And, um, and what's also awesome about it too. And I don't, you know, I don't want to be the, one of those people who's like, our launch was like $20,000, but like our launch was $20,000. <laughs> so it was kind of like, you know, we brought in this, all of these email subscribers, but we also profited like substantially from it too. Um, so, and I, I don't know, I feel like that's kind of one of the reasons why I'm really excited about this whole summit um, idea is that I think the way that we run ours is maybe a little bit different than you might have seen before that a lot of summits I think are maybe, um, they're maybe kind of like, I don't want to say like glorified webinars, but kind of glorified webinars where it's like a bunch of people and there's not really a whole lot of consistency in the videos and there's not really like this, um, this feeling of community within it. And there's not really this feeling of like consistency, I suppose that it's really just a bunch of speakers, um, putting their videos together and having just kind of like, you know, a big giant webinar. Um, whereas what we've done is I, you know, I don't know, I guess I'm just talking from my own perspective and what people have told me is that we've kind of built a community around, um, our summits, that it's a lot more engaging, that we have our speakers actually engaging with the audience members during the summit, um, rather than just kind of dropping their video and then not really being around at all. Um, we also have like a chat box during our summit and in the summit so that, audience members can engage with each other and like really create relationships that I've personally seen last a long time. Um, and it's been just like really, really cool watching how people interact with each other in our summits and how this community is just like somehow, I have no idea how, but somehow naturally just built. Um, so yeah, so anyway, so back to the numbers though, we had, yeah, 2,500 email subscribers for our first one. I think it was just about exactly the same for the second one. Um, our revenue from the first one was $24,000 and our expenses were uh, $5,200. So we net profited about almost 19,000. 
um, for the first one. And then our second one, I didn't actually do the numbers for it yet, but I believe it was just a little bit lower. I think our net, or sorry, our uh, entire revenue was like 18,000 and our expenses were just a little bit lower, probably about 4,000. So I think we walked away with about $14,000 as well as an additional 2,500 email subscribers. So it's been a really like huge numbers for us all around um, experience in that regard. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one thing um, also about summits too, is I think that they really help build a strong community of people who are super engaged. And like you said, like people who, like I was um, a breakout speaker for the second summit for um, the creative launch summit. And what I noticed was that a, a lot of the people that were coming um, to me, coming to my list, the people I gained with, engaged with in the chat are still people like now that still email me, um, reply to my newsletters. They, um, you know, purchase products from me. They interact with me and engage with me and recommend me to people. And that's what I love so much about um, specifically your summits is because they feel super personal and you feel like you're connecting with the humans um, behind. So I think that you've done a really good job at cultivating a really warm community um, with your summits. And I think that that's why they're so successful and why people really love to speak at them and attend them. And I especially love that they're so themed and specific because that's the really great thing about, um, that's what you have to do with an opt-in, right? Like you need to make sure that it's really specific um, and that you're helping people have a win, whether that be, okay, maybe they're not going to attend all 40 sessions, but mm -hmm. maybe if they want to do one specific thing, then they can watch um, the speaker, they can get their workbook and they can accomplish something and they can get a win. So that's what I love so much about this is like, not only did you gain like 2,500 subscribers for each of these summits, but you also were able to make a profit. So I think some people might be scared. They're like, oh my God, your expenses were like four and $5,000. Like this is really expensive. I don't think that I can afford this. Um, so could you talk about how you approached those expenses? Like, um, cause I know, um, in my business that when I invest money, that it's always in something that's going to help me get a return on that investment. But some people who are just starting out or maybe a little bit scared to invest that type of money. Can you talk about, um, what your investments were? Like what, like the end cost was like in terms of like expenses you had to pay upfront for the tech setup, um, and expenses you had to pay like once everything was over. Cause I'm sure that some of those expenses were affiliate um, payments as well. So you want to talk about, so people don't feel so daunted that they need to have $5,000 to start a summit. Um, can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, totally. And actually I want to do a sidetrack just because you um, made me think of this other thing as speakers. And since we're talking about opt-ins as a whole too, as speakers, another really amazing thing about um, these summits is that like, our biggest goal is to get our speakers as many opt-ins as possible as well. And the way that we do it too is that we don't just give everybody the list of 2,500, you know, subscribers because for us like that, that feels spammy. You know, we don't want to just give like 40 different people all of these email lists. Oh my God, yeah, like, no. Yeah, like what if you signed up for it and then you were suddenly on 40 additional email lists? Like that's way too many. Um, so what we do is we have each speaker contribute a freebie. Um, that is just like directly their opt-in so that people can literally opt in to the speaker's email list as they want to. So if they love Vanessa's um, presentation, they can just opt into it right there and they'll like already be, have been introduced to her and all of that stuff too. So it's a lot more familiar and it's a lot more of a warm market rather than just like having all of these people be super cold, you know, email subscribers. 
Um, so that's another thing, just like as an additional element as far as opt-ins go, that if you've been invited to um, a summit, speak at a summit, I would personally ask them how they offer their email list um, subscribers because a lot of hosts will give you their emails. Um, but again, just watch out for if those are cold emails, like the entire list of signups, or if they're more specifically generated for your business, um, because those are a lot more valuable rather than just having like this big number. Yeah, no. And I totally agree with that because it's, it is an incentive for the speakers to grow their email list, but mm -hmm. it's more valuable for the speaker to have people who are truly interested in what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. um, so whether you're a speaker at a summit or you're attending a summit, like you said, you don't want to be spammed and bombarded by like 40 new people all of a sudden. But if there was five speakers that you really resonated with and you love their message and you sign up, that's good for people as speakers because mm -hmm. you're cultivating a list of people who want to be on your list who will eventually turn into clients or customers and brand besties. So I love that you took that approach instead of just like sending out like um, CSV files of like right. 2,500 email subscribers, which probably like isn't even really the safest thing to do anyway. But. No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then it's also a note too, that if you are a speaker at a summit, make sure you have a really good freebie because again, like a lot of times maybe somebody isn't like totally wowed or totally blown away by your presentation necessarily. But if you have like a bomb opt-in, then they're going to opt into you. So um, that's just another side note. Anyway, okay, yeah, going back to expenses, totally. I would love to talk about those. So um, I, you hit the nail on the head. We don't, there are a lot of upfront costs, um, but no, it's not nearly, it's not nearly $5,000. In fact, again, if you go back to that blog post that I mentioned earlier, um, you can see all of the expenses broken down by the penny. Um, our biggest expense by far were our affiliates, and those were all paid after the, um, after everything was said and done, obviously. Um, and they were $2,200 for our first summit. So that was like the big chunk of change that came out of that. Um, and you know what, honestly, if we didn't have all of those affiliates, we would be way lower um, when it comes to like our total revenue. Anyway, like they were the people who sold the all access pass, essentially, they were the people who gave us all this hype and who like continue this momentum when I was personally exhausted from running this whole dang thing, you know what I mean? So having a lot of affiliates and a lot of people who are your cheerleaders and who are like really excited to be here with you and who are excited to learn and like making sure that your heart is really in it so that they feed off of that enthusiasm that you're giving off is really, really important. And uh, again, yeah, the affiliates were hands down are not only our best investment, but um, the investment that really made all of this happen. Um, also, side note about that, if you're going to do a summit, have um, easy swipe copy and easy photos because that really makes a huge difference for your people. Yeah. And the good thing about the affiliate expenses though, too, is that that's something that you're paying out after you've already made money. Exactly. Um, so if you take out that big chunk of expense, it literally takes that down like quite a lot. Mm -hmm. um, so what about some of the other expenses that you have? Like what, what can people realistically, like if they have like a shoestring budget and don't want to invest a ton of money in a summit, how can they get a summit up and running for like, that's like super budget friendly? Yeah. So, okay. So our second investment, our biggest one was video editing. And this was just something that like you could do technically. Um, but the way that we do it slash you could do it yourself, 
or you could just not do it at all. And that's what a lot of um, summits don't do editing at all. That's what I was kind of saying earlier is that their speakers just kind of submit their videos and that's about it. There's no, you know, opening titles or welcomes or any of that stuff. We wanted to have a much more um, coherent and like really, really on brand videos. We wanted all of the keynote speakers to look really polished and really professional. And so what we did is we have um, intro slides that actually have like their, their picture on it and their like title of what they are saying. And then um, I come in and I say a big welcome to the summit. Thank you for being here. Don't forget the All Access Pass. We're really excited to introduce our speaker, blah, blah, blah. And then we do the actual speaker presentation. And then we actually have closing slides as well. So um, video editing for us was a big one. This doesn't have to be as big of an investment as it was for us. For us, for the first one, it was 1500 For the second one, I think it was actually closer to about, I guess like 500 or so. Um, and with our first one, basically, we hired out a video editor and she was really awesome. Um, but we also, for our second one, we have our BA Angela and she is just like my favorite person <laughs> ever. She does all of the amazing things and she did all of our video editing. Um, because she used per hour and because we had a system in place, um, you know, the first one was again, kind of flying by the seat of our pants. It was a lot more sloppy. Our second one, we actually had a system where she was able to just kind of take these different segments and put them together and it was really easy. It went really quickly. And again, it really didn't cost her very much money or cost us very much money for her because it was um, systemized and also because she was hourly rather than having to pay like a big upfront cost. So I'd say video editing was, yeah, definitely our second biggest. Um, but it doesn't have to be as big as it shows in our blog post um, for that first one. And then like other things, I mean, office rental was kind of just like having a nice background in the back of us. For our first one, it was $445. For this one, we're in this nice apartment building we just moved into and uh, it has really nice places to take video. So if you don't, like if you already have a nice, um, nicely lit area, that's not gonna be an expense we have to deal with either. Um, and I'll do one more. So our, actually two more. So our, what, next biggest expense, one, two, three, fourth biggest expense was speaker gifts. And this one, um, again, is one of those things that's totally optional, but I think it really made the difference um, with our relationships. Like we are inviting these keynote speakers to do something for us. We're profiting a lot from them and their education and their audience and everything that they're doing for this. We really, really, really appreciate them. And so what we did is we give speaker gifts to all of our speakers, all of our keynote speakers. Um, and we just used Greetable, which is like a really fun, cute little uh, gift service. They're like 15 bucks each. And yeah, I love Greetable. <laughs> yeah. And it, I feel like it just kind of nurtures that relationship. It also gives them like Greetable is because it's really cute. It's really Instagram worthy. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people did unboxing of their Greetables and it was a great promo. So it's a promo right. for the event. Yeah. And also it's a cute Insta story that they can use. Um, and then very last was our graphic designer. And again, um, like I am a graphic designer, but at this point it was just kind of like, there was too much going on. I didn't want to have to take this on and we hired somebody out to do it. For our second one, we already had templates and stuff. So I just did it myself or I had Angela do it, I think maybe. And it was really quick and really easy the second time around. So um, again, like that wouldn't be, that wasn't an expense the second time around really. Right. Anyway. So it's, 
it sounds like most of it was really just like for the first one, getting everything set up and going and really learning a lot. And then by this, the second time around, you know that I'm a fan of templates. Like my whole <laughs> business slash life is nothing but templates. So I'm such a fan of that. But that save templates really do save like a lot of time and a lot of money. So I think that that's incredible. And so when you're creating, setting up a summit, you set up everything on your own website, right? So you set up all the videos on your website and you don't have to um, get into like the nitty gritty um, details on how you hosted the videos and did the chat boxes. Um, maybe you could, um, in the future, I know you're talking about putting out some resources and some fun yeah. things for summits. So um, if you guys want those, I'll definitely link um, in, the in the episode, in the show notes, uh, so you can follow along with um, her as she creates all of these fun things for you. So if you wanted create a summit for yourself and you can go to Kirsten and she'll help you. Um, but anyway, the other thing that I really wanted to talk about, which is really important because a lot of what I do in my business is help people make profit from their opt-ins. So, um, we've already talked about how amazing it was that you've built this incredible community. You grew an email list of 2,500. Um, you made really good money. Can you tell me how you monetize this opt-in? So tell us what you did to make money from this opt-in. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, just like you said, templates, man, it is like hands down. Our, our second summit was a little bit more like, you know, actually, sorry, our first summit was rocky. You know, <laughs> it was difficult to do. The second summit was a little bit better, but still, I feel like the training wheels were still really heavily on. This third summit, it has been a breeze so far. So definitely like templates and systems, having those in place will make your job so much easier and so much um, like less expensive, honestly, exactly what you just said. So yeah, we do, we're going to have a whole bunch of resources coming out and uh, I'm really excited for those. As far as creating revenue goes, um, yeah, so basically we had three separate tiers of how we made money. The first tier was actually through sponsors and this doesn't sound this isn't actually nearly as intimidating as it sounds. I'll talk about that in just a second. The second um, way that we made money was through the All Access Pass, which again, I'll talk about that in just a second too. And then our third one was our upsell at the end of the summit. So sponsors, again, if you're looking through our blog post, <clears throat> we brought in a little over $5,000 um, from sponsors. We brought in $17,300 from the Alexis Pass, and we brought in about $1,600 from our upsell from the first summit. Um, our biggest one, obviously, was the Alexis Pass. And basically, what that looks like is, <clears throat> to those who haven't been to a summit before, the way that you typically monetize a summit is through offering a free um, ticket to go to the summit which anybody can go to. Usually the videos are available for between 24 and 72 hours. And then after that, if you still want to watch the videos, you buy this thing called the Alexis Pass. The Alexis Pass typically has exclusive content. It has all of the videos. Maybe it has more freebies. We do like a massive giveaway where we do, we have 40 different winners and all of our speakers kind of pitch in some sort of service or product that, um, that their people can win. And so that's kind of like the biggest um, income revenue stream. Um, for ours, we do an early bird um, price, which is $49 before the summit. We have a $69 price during the summit, and then we also have an $89 evergreen price as well. And we definitely sell the most during the early bird um, time period, and then second most during the actual summit itself. So that's kind of like our main gener um, income generator. The second one was sponsors, and that one was about $5,000. Uh, 
the sponsors are, it sounds scary. It sounds like you're like reaching out to, you know, these big name brands and asking them to give you money in exchange for being like, you know, quote unquote sponsors of your event. But what we ended up doing was we actually worked with our community and we said, Hey friends, like we have this thing called the creative directory. And basically we want to have this website that has a whole bunch of different creatives on it so that people can just come to it. And if they're looking for like a web designer, there's tons and tons and tons of different businesses who fit that particular, um, you know, I don't know, criteria. Um, what we did is that we have tons of free spaces where it's just their name and their hyperlink. And then we have two different spaces that are paid spaces. We have kind of this medium sized one where it's their logo, their name and their social media icons. And then we have a bigger one, which is like a full spread. It has slideshows of their portfolio. It has an, a place where they can have their opt-in. It has like a full description, all kinds of stuff. So those were our sponsors. We just had sponsors who were a part of our community already that they're smaller businesses who want to get in front of these, you know, 2,500 people that we have coming through the summit. Um, So that was how we made money there. And then our last one was our upsell. And I highly suggest having upsell for your summit if you ever do one. Um, it like our first one, it was such a last minute thought that we actually implemented it like during the summit, I think. Yeah. (laughs) if we had done it a lot earlier, um, I think it would have gone a lot better, but I mean, even still we made 1500 bucks for like a five day, you know, a pre-sale of a course. So, um, yeah, it worked out pretty well. Yeah. I'm a big fan of offering upsells. Um, Mm -hmm. I do that a lot with my own launches and I actually just recently, um, did, an interview with Haley from Profit Planner about using upsells to kind of increase your revenue with clients and with customers during launches. And usually what I found is it can boost your revenue up between like 15 and 20%. Um, I don't know if that is, I'm not a numbers person, so that could or could not be (laughs) true for you, but yeah, so I love that. So, um, as you guys can see, like, or hear really having a summit is actually a really extraordinary way to not just build an email list, but also to build a vibrant, fun community of people who really want to support you and who love what you do. And as you can see, even though there are some expenses involved with the setup of a summit, like it can be super profitable if you do it in the right way. So I know that you're talking about an upcoming summit. Um, so can you tell us, um, tell everyone how they can sign up for the summit to get their free tickets, um, and anything else you want to share about the summit coming up in September? Yes. So our next summit that's coming up, um, our first one was the creative brand summit. Our second was the creative launch summit. And our third, this one is the creative growth summit. And basically we're talking about how to get published on podcasts and blogs. We're talking about how to, um, automate and systemize your business how to start your blog or like get good at blogging and SEO and Pinterest and using that to really grow and scale your business. And then also extra ways that you can kind of create passive quote unquote or more scalable things in your business. So we'll be talking actually about summits. I'm going to be a presenter for the first time at one of my own summits. Oh, yay. That's awesome. (laughs) And so I'll go over like even more tech, you know, tech stuff and like really specific ways to um, create your own summit. So make sure you come in and do that. And then also Vanessa will be one of our keynote speakers this time. And I'm so dang excited for her. Um, And she's going to be talking about creating opt-ins and um, creating an opt-in through like having a workshop or a like, uh, what what was it called? 
What yeah, are we so um, basically it's going to be how to use a live, so a live event right. to grow an engaged community of people. And this actually is really going to tie in with summits because like you say, you, int you introduce um, your keynote speakers. So it's going to really give you some practice on how to like engage and interview um, your keynote speakers. So if you want to do a summit, make sure you come to um, the summit in September, watch my presentation, watch, <laughs> watch Kristen's presentation um, and get your ticket. Where, where can they get the ticket at? Are you collect? When are you collecting signups? Are you already collecting signups for it? I think we will. I don't know when this is going to go live, but I think that we will be. We should be collecting signups. I think by the time this is live, because I think I'll be actually putting them up in about a week or so. So, um, so yes, you guys can definitely come and sign up already. Um, we should have the link. I'm, I don't want to say it in this video because or in the podcast episode because I'm not sure if I'll change it, but we will have it linked in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, definitely. We'll link it all in the show notes. Um, and we'll also link the blog post episode where um, she talks about the complete breakdown of our own summit. And hopefully, and this is like a hint and a nudge, um, your freebie will be all about like how to set up a summit. So yep. if you're looking for something on how to do all of that, then she will have that for you. <laughs> Yeah, and actually, I can let's link that in the show notes too. I already have a workbook of how to get started with your own summit, and it goes over like a checklist for your speakers and like brain dumps and how to like create topics for your summit and that kind of stuff too. So let's link that too. You guys will get that and your free ticket to the actual summit itself. So yeah, you were holding out on me there. I didn't I know. know. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know that you had that already. Ah, no, <laughs> for sure. So yeah. So. You guys know this, I'm going to be doing this um, type of interview with people who have extraordinary opt-ins and a virtual summit is something that will really help you grow an email list super quickly if you do it the right way. And I can guarantee if you follow along then um, and use Kirsten's resources, it is totally, totally going to be worth it for you to host your own virtual summit. So if it's something that you've been thinking about and you want a really high quality opt-in that helps you create a community of people who absolutely love everything what you do and quite literally turn strangers into fast friends, future clients and customers, then sign up for the Creative Growth Summit, get um, the workbook on setting up your own summit and go follow her everywhere that you can. Can you tell everyone where can they find you at? Yeah, we're mostly on Instagram at Copper Kettle Co. And then we also tend to send out emails occasionally when I remember <laughs> to. So make sure to get on our list. But definitely, actually, definitely do get on our list because anytime we do have anything summit related, we're always emailing our list about it. So if you want to ever be a breakout session speaker at our summit, make sure you're on our list. That's the most important place to be um, because that is exactly where we do our casting calls for breakout session speakers. So make sure you're on there too. Yeah, so that's another little hint, you guys. Um, if you want to be on a summit and want to be featured and want to grow um, your own email list, then definitely get on her list so that she can let you know when those applications are open. Um, being a part of the um, Creative Launch Summit was fantastic. It was actually really my first time on video in front of anybody mm -hmm. that I've ever done. And it kind of like opened up this amazing world um, of visibility that literally didn't exist up until that point. So the Creative Launch Summit was incredible for me. I loved it. And I've loved talking with you today about all of this and um, so excited, so thankful and grateful for you to be here and share all of this with us. Yeah, of course. It's been so much fun. Thank you so much, Vanessa, for having me. And I hope to see everybody um, at the summit in September.
For sure. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for being here. I hope that you will come back next week um, to listen to another episode and have a happy day, sweet friends. hope that you love today's episode. Make sure you come back next week. I can't wait to share more sweet and simple ways to grow your business using opt-ins. If you loved this episode, I would so much appreciate it if you would leave a rating and a review to help other people find the show so they can discover their opt-in superpower too. Have a happy day, sweet friend, and see you next time.